You're listening to the music podcast with Dave and Neil. The music podcast with Dave and Neil. Hey everyone, welcome to the music podcast with Dave and Neil. We are again Daveless this week. He's living it up in Canada. But that's fine because um, I'm joined by a very special guest, Odette. Hello. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to Vienna, people. Thank you so much for having me. No, thank you for coming by. Uh, how's how's it all going? Obviously, um, your album has just come out for what, about a week now. Yeah, a few days. Yeah, it's been yeah. insane. It's been crazy. Our feedback has been so so cool. Mm. Um, did not expect it to chart, and we hit hit number one on like the first day, which was just a bit. That's just like a bit that's nuts. fine. That's I mean, it's whatever. Yeah, you know sorry, I mean? yeah. whatever. Yeah, it's you cool. know what's really cool is um I mean I was gonna like wait till I just bridge in this, but we'll talk about it straight off the bat. Uh, as far as the the aria charts go, they come out on Saturday. They do. So if if you're listening to this after Saturday, tough shit. I guess yeah. you you know what the thing is, but this has been done tough on titties. Thursday. Um, you're looking at a top ten debut. Oh gosh, I mean, we hope that would be kind of cool. Yeah, it? that's I mean that's pretty incredible. I mean, like I don't want to speak too soon, but Drake Scorpion. Look out, right? Watch out, Drake. Yeah. But that, that's that's pretty incredible, right? Like, I mean, like, when when the, this album was coming together, mm. you know, that's that's got to be a... Did you even have that as a goal? Like, top 10. Oh, no. Minimum. I had literally no, like, charting goals at all. Mm. I didn't even think about it, at, like, I don't even think once. Um, I was just like, I need to think about my feelings yeah. right now. <laughs> and that's... That's here we are. Yeah. So yeah, actually, the way I, I kind of found out about you, I went to a showcase last week. Oh, cool. Um, and and watched you perform yeah. and watched you talk. And that was mine. I don't know why I was like. You were oh, incredible. Thank you. Um, like both in performance and the way you talk, like you're funny. You're incredibly talented. I don't know. This just sounds like a, a, a complete fan. No, please now. continue. <laughs> but I mean, this is because you were talking about in the in the chats between songs. You spoke about how some of these. You know, really intense, really powerful songs mm. you wrote when you were 16 or earlier. Like, when I was 16, I just upgraded from working at KFC to Blockbuster. No, no, don't think I was some kind of evolved 16-year-old. I was still working at Pizza Hut. I honestly was a mess, okay? I just knew how to put it into words. But that's it. Like, you knew how to put it into words. Like, how, at that age, being able to translate these feelings and emotions and what you're going through... Putting it pen to paper. Can you talk a little bit about that? Because that's incredible. Um, I don't know. I honestly, I've never really put much thought into my writing um, because I'm not very good at planning things. Mm-hmm. Uh, I get too distracted by like, even now I'm just looking at all these like yeah, posters the Vienna, on the wall. I'm like, oh. people, Usually every podcast we do, there's like a solid 20 minutes where they're like, what's this moth on the wall? What's with all the Star Wars toys? <laughs> Seriously, yeah. I am way too ADHD yeah. in this room. <laughs> Um, I'm just going to look at the carpet. So I don't even need to like reference this because people <laughs> listen to the podcast. They know, okay, cool. It's she's the looking at the Pac-Man. She's toys. looking at the, the wall. Pac-Man, yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I think that, what was the question? <laughs> How do you write your songs? How do I write my songs? I don't know. I zone out a lot. I really do. And yeah. then I'm just like, I think I'm writing purely from feeling. That's <laughs> as much as I can say. Because honestly, I don't know, yeah. really. I just kind of hope for the best. And sometimes it's good and sometimes it's real terrible. Yeah, because during that <laughs> showcase as well, you uh, I forget which song it was now, but you mentioned that the song's inspiration actually started by you falling over. And just seeing some weeds or vibes. Oh, that was Lotus Eaters. Yeah. Like, yeah, no, I stacked it. So it is but, that simple. Yeah, essentially. It, it can be anything. But I was walking home 
and I did trip. I didn't actually fall on my face, but it was a bit of a like, oh my God. And it was it on a main moment. street with like cars? You no, luckily I was on oh, my God. home street. There was no one around. I, it, usually if I do something embarrassing like that, there's an audience mm. and um, it's embarrassing. But, mm. you know, no, this was private. I had no <laughs> no one to laugh at me. And uh, yeah, it was just literally just weeds growing out of the ground. And how, that was it. But how long then? How long does that song take to, to come from fall let down? There's a song here. As too. quick as possible. I hate to spend a long time on things. I'm too distracted by everything. I have yeah. stuff to do, like naps to take and yeah. food to eat. Yeah. So, no, this <laughs> usually I write really quickly because that's how everything comes to me. So I'm just like, I'll get inspired and I'm like, oh, I've got to use this, got to use mm. this, right, 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 right. And then it's done. And then I'm like, okay, what does it mean? And then sometimes I look back and I'm like, hmm, okay trauma Mm. i'm upset (laughs) and then it'll look at it again and it'll be like oh i'm really happy today you know Mm. like it's it's almost like it's like a little mood ring (laughs) is that is that like like the specific outlet you use to kind of get like all those sad feelings and emotions out because you know like i said we're talking now you're quite bright you're quite chirpy um yeah i mean i suppose i use music as a way to talk about my feelings i suppose that's kind of a pretty universal thing mm. but at the same time like yeah i i write a lot to articulate things that even though i talk a lot i really do talk like too much mm. for a person but it's okay um <laughs> you're on a podcast it's ideal <laughs> true yeah. you're gonna do it too on a podcast <laughs> um but yeah i think sometimes i even though i do talk a lot i find it quite difficult to put everything into just a simple place where mm. i can analyze what's going on without getting distracted and 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 you know losing my focus so it's it's really a, a kind of a way for me to process my experiences mm. i think and besides the album as well i mean it's been a pretty big year for you you got to go to the great escape i know that, that was crazy how was that well i'd never been to brighton before and if you know the movie angus songs and perfect snogging mm-hmm. have you seen that oh yeah oh yeah i that was that was my favorite movie because when wait, i was in high school from wrong, the main actor in that he's australian right no, the, am I crazy? He's English. Aaron Taylor Johnson. No, no, no. There's no, no. That's kick-ass. Obviously, that's not obviously. Him. No, no, no. There's a, there's a guy in it. The little young kid, blonde hair. Oh yeah, he's Dave it, right? the Laugh. No, yeah, he's English. Okay, then I've botched it. Oh whatever. Ignore that little. Ignore anecdote. everything. Continue. But no, that movie was in Brighton, and I was just walking around like. This is where they. You can't see what she's doing right now, but she's strutting. I'm strutting. (laughs) I'm striding, and I was so excited to be there purely for that reason, but also you know the shows as well. Sure, but (laughs) yeah, no, it was correct correct me if I'm wrong. You you were born in England, and I was. When did you move to Australia? When I was a baby, so I don't really remember it. Um, I was two or three, and then we moved back, and then we moved here, and then we moved around. So you know, I've moved around a lot, but. You know, it was a good time. Did Family Odette get up this morning to watch the football or does Family Odette not give a shit? Family Odette um, perished in the fire. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> well, this has got morbid. <laughs> no, um, my dad maybe did, but he lives in England. And right. I don't know what the time zone is there. He yeah. probably just, you yeah. know, it's afternoon. Yeah. My mom definitely wouldn't care <laughs> or know that it was on. And me, I, I've played soccer for a really long time. Yeah. Um, this was the only year that I didn't play, actually. I've been 13 years last year. Yeah. But I don't really follow it. On TV. You're more of a player than a supporter. I'm more of a player than a, I'm a player. Player, what up? Player, what up? What position are you, though? Defense. Nice. Striker, striker sweeper? Left back, right back? What are do we? Do you not know anything? No, I do. <laughs> I just said, whoa, whoa. I said, I said striker by accident, all right? D- okay. Sweeper. Defense. Uh, sw- no, I, I like to shoot some goals, but I definitely like defense because oh, I like to like, chase people you like down. like to kick the ball, yeah. Big time. I like to, like, because, like, when the strikers come through, I'm just like... <laughs> 
you know, Sonic. Have run. you written a song about any soccer games? No. <laughs> that like, there's metaphors so... in there. The only good sports song I ever heard was by Alex the Astronaut, and she played it at a live show. I don't even think she's released it. She's played. She played it at a live show. It was about rugby or football. Or yeah, something. I think every, every time she comes around, when she comes on the podcast, we like make her give a sports update because Dave, my oh, co-host, she's just so cool. Dave knows nothing about sport. To the point, like, he's one of those guys, like, he knows nothing. I don't know anything either, though. Yeah, but if I said, hey, the World Cup, like, when I made the World Cup reference, you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, we didn't really watch it. If I said World Cup today, if you'd be like, what's that? Like, is that, like, a big cup that everyone drinks? Like, he wouldn't know. I can't <laughs> even joke about it. Like, he has no idea. The communal World Cup of wine. Yeah. But, I mean, we'll, we'll backtrack. Go back Go back to tell me about the Great Escape. I mean, like, you got to do a... Oh, yeah, uh, Great Escape. Got to see we went on a Brighton. tangent about soccer. Yeah. Um, yeah, Brighton was amazing. Mm-hmm. Um Word of advice to anyone who ever goes to Brighton, do not be romantic like me and take your shoes off and walk on the beach. A, it's a pebble beach. It doesn't feel good. (laughs) It hurts so much. Also, B, people from Brighton are there most of the time and they will laugh at you. Because they know. They know. So I was walking on the... I took well, my like shoes off. Like, this taking ah. his shoes off, everyone. Plus, I was wearing these heels I'm actually wearing now. Yeah. And it was a mess. And I was just, like, nearly in tears because <laughs> it hurt so much. And then I had to play the show. I had, like, 15 minutes before sound check. Yeah. And then I was like, all right, I'm going to go <laughs> back to the show now, like, with my sore feet and just play this show. <laughs> it was a really good set, though. Like, we were in this, like, little tent and it yeah. was really, really crowded, which was cool because I... You know, you, you don't really know how these things are going to go. Like, what if somebody super cool was playing next mm. to you and everyone's like who dat yeah but sure. no it was such a good vibe it was a really really great time yeah i mean because i mean you are so young still and you've just released a debut album i mean we're looking at a top 10 debut fingers crossed you have had a song that's already charted in the in the hottest 100 this is true that yeah. was crazy 56 right yeah that was nuts like were you just were you listening to the countdown and be like oh this is fun i was at my friend's pool party and by pool i mean like little kid blow up pool sure. because we're Sydney's poor. expensive, all right? We're, we're poor people. We live in Sydney, that's why. <laughs> and it had like this Pools chair in the cheap. middle. It yeah. was just so dodgy, but it was so good. And it was it was a boiling day, so we needed it. And we were all just kind of, you know, drinking, having a good time. And then um, obviously Countdown started. We got past 80 and I was like, no, nah, it's not yeah, going to happen sure. for me. And um, so I was leaving because I had to go to my friend's birthday afterwards. So I, I was, you know, getting my stuff, you know, stepping out of the pool, about to head out. And then it was just like, number 56. <laughs> do, 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 do. And everyone just like death dropped. We were like, ah! And we like dropped to the ground and started screaming. Yeah. Um, and then Jane, Eve's mom, rushes out like, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> and then she started screaming and it was just the best moment. Yeah. I, honestly, it was awesome. It was so cool. So um- Moving forward then, like, you know, with the album out, you are about to go on tour for it. I am. As far as, as writing more, like do, like I was saying, do you just, none of that conversation happens for another six months now. We'll talk about new music later. New music like, later. Like, you need to sit on this for a while. I have, I write all the time. Mm. So it's kind of bittersweet if I write a new song because it's like, oh, it's so good. Yeah. Let's come back to this in a year, you know, because yeah. I can't. Can't touch it. Mm. Dun, 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 dun. Burn it. <laughs> but um, yeah, the album's coming up. The I mean, the the tour, the album tour is coming yep. up in August. I'm so excited. Like I, ha- some of these places I've never been to. Yeah. Um. So like Fremantle, I don't even know what that's about. Like I'm so keen. Believe that's in Western Australia. Yeah. Mm. I've only been to like just kind of the main city in Perth, and that's you know I have family yeah. there, so I go and I've been there one time in my life, I think. Yeah. So I'm really excited to kind of go around like WA and yeah. just. Places I haven't been, you know, yeah. and perform for like a whole new crowd. It's just really, really exciting to me. And then I think like as soon as you wrap that up, you go straight back out with Cat Empire, right? I do. Yeah. That's, that's crazy. So that's 
in October. So yeah. I've got, you know, a couple of months in between. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just, you know. It's, I mean, it's pretty incredible as well. Correct me if I'm wrong, you did mention before that some of the songs on this album you wrote years ago. I did, when I was about 15 or 16, yeah. So what's the earliest age you wrote? 15. 15. Pastel Walls and Lotus Eaters, I was 15. See, that's nuts to me. It's nuts to me because <laughs> I think when I took them into the studio with Damien, when we all just kind of finished the project, he's amazing. Shout out to Damien. Um, hey, Damien. We, hey, Damien. What's he's up? a long-time listener. He, he's been waiting for a shout on this show for weeks. He is so excited to have his name mentioned on I get it, I get it one email a week saying, what the fuck have you been calling me on the <laughs> show yet, Neil? I listen every week. Every day. I imagine that's what he sounds like. He's, he's Australian, right? No, he's Canadian, Whoop. New Zealander. Bunch that already. But he's like, a, he's like a man of the world. You don't know. Yeah. His accent is just a vague <laughs> sure. thing. Yeah. Um, but what was I even talking about? I've lost my train of thought. When you were 15, you wrote the when song? When I was 15, I wrote this song. Yeah. And it's crazy to me because when we go back into the studio, we finesse it, we refine it, we make it sound kind of like I could have written this mm. maybe last week. But when you listen to like my old demos of it, you're like, wow, this is an angsty team. Mm. She's angsty, you know? So I think it's really cool to kind of take these old songs that I still really connect with and because mm. I can understand where I was at the time when I wrote them and just kind of reinvent them in a way that um, ties in with all my kind of more current songs. So mm. it's cool. It's like a little time capsule, you know, this album. I'm really keen to have it out there. How open were you as a songwriter at that age? Because like I said, you know, when, you know, you're your average 15, 16 year old kid, they're just figuring out who they are. They're in high school. Yeah, they're mucking totally. around. Yeah. You were writing these incredible, powerful, personal songs. Is that Were these things you kept to yourself? Were you like, hey, guys, look what I wrote. Check this out. I was in between. You know, there were some things that I kept to myself because they were way too personal, mm. like Lotus Eaters. Actually, no, I think I played Lotus Eaters in my music class, so I'm so fake. Yeah. That's a lie. <laughs> and <laughs> um, Don't lie on this podcast, don't, please. Oh, today. my God. One rule, do not lie. <laughs> I'm on a lie detector right now. <laughs> no one can see it, but I'm hooked up. <laughs> um. <laughs> But yeah, I think I definitely, I was a bit of an assembly like nerd. Like I, you know. Were but, you always the guy that played at the totally, assembly? Absolutely. And to wrap out the assembly this week, it's Odette again. They'd be like Georgia Sally Banks. <laughs> but no, it was cool because everyone was really supportive. Yeah. And, you know, I think they all thought that I was a bit like special. So they were really nice to me. Mm. And How know. much, how much, because you mentioned before you, you still connect to these songs. How much do you still connect to the extent of say like, you know, obviously people change and evolve. And mm. how much do you now relate to, to 15 year old? Georgia. Oh, God. I think that she'll always be with me mm. in my heart. But definitely it's like, oh, my God, she needed to grow up. <laughs> she was a wreck. She was an absolute mess. So I'm really glad to be, like, here now because, yeah, that was a but it's one period. of those, like, it, like I said, like it's one of those things when you do look back, you know, a, maybe a certain haircut you had, what you wore. Oh, my God. When okay. I was 14, I went to Hillary Duff. Don't care. Admit it. No, Metamorphosis, no, 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 no. one that's of the albums of our generation. That's what ashamed of. Hilary Duff is a modern hero. Thank you. That's what I tell everyone. She is honestly amazing. Yeah, but at the time, I was like, not going to tell anyone this. This is a horrible secret. <laughs> Me and my friend went. We had a great time. <laughs> Metamorphosis is a great album. Don't care what anyone says. Is that the one that had Play With Fire on it? Well, no, nah, why not? And So Yesterday. Oh. And, oh so Yesterday. Yes. Hot bangers. Yep. But again, we're talking about as far as when you grow up and you change and you look back and you think, what the hell was I doing? But you've now got some of these songs on your debut album. Yeah, totally. Yeah. It's like bringing these songs even to a band, to the team, to Damien. Yeah. It's like kind of showing someone an awkward family photo, mm. you know, and being like, yeah, this was a mess, but let's um, put it in the album anyway. Yeah. 
you know? As far as that conversation goes, when you are bringing it to a team or to managers or whoever, mm. is, it, is that kind of confronting? I think it could be um, for literally anyone. I find that, I don't know, I just kind of just go with it at this stage. I write my music and it's always personal. Mm. And people ask me like, why is this so personal? Aren't you ever confronted that it's so personal? And honestly, I don't realize it's personal until people tell me how intense (laughs) it is. Like, seriously. So like, I grew up listening to like, you know, like Missy Higgins and, and artists who really, really like laid their heart out. So I was just like, hey, this is a normal thing. But I kind of think I took it a little bit, maybe a bit far. Mm. <laughs> like, but anyway, it's fine. I really, I honestly find it quite a relaxing and calming thing to just write about everything that's going on. So yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't ever feel confronted about showing people or playing it in front of people. I find it quite exciting actually because sometimes like, if I'm writing a song about someone and like they're in the room when I play it, it's kind of really just like, yeah, this is shade. You should feel attacked. <laughs> what is it the same for performing? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, performing is different because everybody takes something different from a song. You know, you can listen to, let's say, like a Joanna Newsom song and only listen to this bit, but the way she writes is so precise and like mm. huge that she, her intent can be completely different to the listener's experience. So I really appreciate like hearing people's own understanding of my music. Like I get a couple of messages, you know, here and there, just like I was listening to this in the car and I pulled over and it reminded me of, you know, my like ex-husband or whatever. Mm. And I, yeah, it floors me every time because these are stories that I would never have dreamt would have corresponded with my own story. So it's kind of beautiful that these people have found a connection in my music. Yeah. Who are the smartest that you connect with? Whether it be 15-year-old Georgia or... So many. Yeah? Joanna Newsom, I talk about too much, but I'll talk about her right now. Yep. Queen of my life. Yeah. Probably would die for her. Like, yeah, straight Yeah, see, that's, that's me for like, except like Hillary Duff or Carly Rae Jepsen. Yes, Carly yeah. Rae! Call me maybe. Like... Run away with me. Yeah. See, we, see, we were talking before, so I used to work at the Venn Cinemas, and I had control of the music that we play down Carly Rae Jepsen. No, me and my friend, well, Dave, actually, because Dave used to work in production with me. Oh, cool. We literally put Call Me Maybe on, on repeat. We have Call Me Maybe because it's the general playlist. Yeah, yeah. We always... Yeah, so we, like, we... Shout out, we both worked at events. Spoilers! Spoilers alert. So I wasn't allowed if we can talk about that. I mean, We can talk about it. I don't work there anymore, so... Okay, well, neither do I. Events, I was going to say, like, fuck events. Events is great. Love event cinemas. Honestly, but, a good time. <laughs> yeah. We, um, yeah, Call Me Maybe was on the playlist and we decided to just put it on repeat. We're going to go downstairs and we just sat in the corner and watched. It wasn't until about the eighth time that someone just said, I think this song's been played before today. And we we're like, yep. And then we just left it. We got three complaints that day or that shift. Really? Pretty, Why? That's so bitter. We, just, get, we get a lot of complaints. That's bitter. It was we got though. a lot of complaints too, but mostly about like... <laughs> Broken seats. Yeah, it's like, I can't fix that. Michelle. Yeah, I can't. I can't do. I that. can't fix your problem. I can't bring your husband back, and I can't fix these seats. Take your ticket and go. Yeah, is that what you said every time? <laughs> no, I every didn't day. say anything like that. I said no worries. I'll get someone. Like yeah. That. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, I'll just get my manager. Yeah. Don't worry. <laughs> every time you're like, you're like, yes, no worries. And you walk back to the staff and be like, guess what? I just told that dickhead. Yeah, guess what? I just told them right off. I told them straight to get out. Yeah, didn't no, do that. Did not do it. Not at all. So um, you're heading out on tour in <laughs> August. Yes. Then you're going with Cat Empire. Yes, I am. What does the remainder of, of 2018 look like for you? Oh, gosh. Just chill the F out, I imagine. I mean, probably not. I'll probably really? just be doing as much as possible. I like to keep myself very, very busy. Mm. Um, writing always, all the time. Never stopping that, ever. Um, 
yeah, overwhelmed by how much I write sometimes because some of it, obviously it's not all good. Like people are like, wow, you write like 25 songs in like a week. That's messed up. It's mm. like, no, 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 no. There's two good songs in those songs. Some yeah. of them are like trash. What happens to, to the ones that don't make it? Do you show, you know what? Fuck this. I like, send them to gone. my friends and we laugh about them. <laughs> Because they're really awful. Supportive friends. You have to write bad songs. If you don't write bad songs. How do you learn? How do you learn? But also, how do you like, stay humble. Stay humble. Mm. Don't just think everything you do is like amazing because it's not. Mm. You know, and trash is fun to write. It's Mm. so fun. Musicians always give me a different answer when I ask this. Do you consider always having or needing to write something a blessing or a curse? You need to ask that to me again because I'm... So distracted by the wall. <laughs> Is it Pac-Man? It's, it's, it's the Pac-Man. Mike, it's glowing and it's changing colors. <laughs> Jesus. No, as far as writing songs are concerned, do is it like a needing to or always having to get something down, do you consider that a blessing or a curse? Because I imagine that can be quite frustrating if you're just there and watching, you know, the Golden Girls. Yeah. And like, oh, shit, got some inspiration. I have ever seen the Golden Girls in my life. Well, mate, you got to get on it because it will change your life. Is it golden? Mike can put that effect in later. I think it can be overwhelming. I mm. think it, it's most of the time it's just like, it sucks. It's like, you know those videos, those really lame videos. It's a bad analogy, but like those <laughs> lame videos where they like do the cup song and then someone's like, you have to do it now. And they're like, oh, I have a full yeah, bottle of cereal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's so lame. But also <laughs> that's kind of how it feels because like if I'm out somewhere – almost like another really bad example mm. if you're like a really intense addict to something yeah and you're like <sighs> that's how it feels because i'm out somewhere and then it's like oh my god oh my god there's a song there's a song what is it and i have to get my voice memo out doesn't matter i'm with friends yeah. what i'm doing i'll go to a public bathroom i don't care i just yeah. need to get away <laughs> write my stuff down yeah. get it on my phone bam done yeah but um yeah it takes up it's it's yeah you know it takes up a lot of um a lot of time but like at the same time like, what mm. else would I be doing, you know? Watching movies, ideally. Probably. Mm. Probably watching movies yeah. or getting lost somewhere. Very good at that. Very, very Just good. Just like as in like in a car or do you mean like... I <laughs> am a, a bit deluded. So I think that I have really, really... I, I, I don't think I'm deluded, okay? But then again, it's kind of what a deluded person would say. <laughs> That's exactly what that's about, yeah. <laughs> I think I have really good direction. So if I'm going somewhere with my friends, I'm always like, I'll map, I'll map. And they're always just like all right, we're not yeah. getting home tonight. We'll be sleeping in this car. <laughs> yeah. And um, so, yeah, if I'm getting somewhere just on my day off, if I'm going out and I'm like, you know what? I want to enjoy this day. The sun is out. Let's live life. I will find myself in the middle of nowhere. And it's fun. But like, you know, it, I get some good songs sometimes, mm. you know. <laughs> when I was a kid, I got lost in Hong Kong and I wrote a really cool song. One day I'll release it. One day in the future. It was about because I got lost in the seafood district and there were like all these like dried up deer fetuses in the window with like why not sure and i was walking around i was like what 14 yeah and i was just walking around just like "Mm, where's my mom (laughs) like so when did you i wasn't stressed i was just walking i did a little voice memo i was like that was not how it did you mention the deer fetus yeah yes in the lyrics i didn't really say deer fetus you know (laughs) because you like what i definitely visually (laughs) put it somewhere it's Next album, Dear Feeders yeah. by Odette. Check it out. It's coming very soon. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming by. Thank you so you, much you're for hitting, me. You're hitting the road in August. I am. Uh, check out the guide for all of the dates. Uh, your album is out right now. Again, this has been recorded on a Thursday, so we'll find out Saturday where it lands. I think you can beat Drake. I have faith. <laughs> we'll find out. Yeah, we'll find we out. We will find We're out. We're coming for you, Drake. <laughs> well, not, you are. I hope anyway.
I'll be nice to you, Drake. <laughs> I'll be nice to you. I don't but think. I'm coming for you. What's that? You're going to do it? I, I'll. You're going to be coming for you? We'll fight Drake. No, we won't. I'm not going to fight Drake. I won't fight Look, Drake. Look, I'm, he, I'm we, going for you to beat Drake in the charts. <laughs> in the charts, not if in person. If it comes physical, you're on your own. I don't like to fight people. No. Just with your words. Just with And that's why you should buy her album. <laughs> buy my album, folks. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming by. We'll see you soon. Thanks for having this chat with me. Woo! Yeah.